It's Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy here on Friday morning, heading into the Easter long weekend. Except it's Thursday. <laughs> no, let's go. Oh, let's we get go. I love a Thursday, Friday. Last day of the week vibes. Always important, though, to hit into every weekend with a clear conscience. So we're here for the airing of the grievances. Fuzzy. <sighs> My grievance today is with something that should be helpful. Like, there are certain household appliances that make our lives easier. Totally. Think about it. Back in the olden days, how did they clean clothes Ugh. with a washboard? And Ugh. you sat there and you scrubbed and you scrubbed and you... I mean, no, thank you. the whole idea of washboard abs is because that's what a washboard looked like. And right. I don't know if you know this or not, yeah. no washboard abs here. Ugh. I remember my grandma telling me about what it was like to like live on a farm and wash your clothes on a washboard. Yeah. And I'm like, that sounds horrible. Why, why didn't you have an iPad to do that for you, grandma? <laughs> well, and then dryers, if you needed to dry your clothes, what did you do? You hung it out. Hung them on the line. Hung them on the line. Now, the thing with hanging things out on the line back then is if it was a bright, sunny day, there's birds out there. So all of a sudden, there are those bed sheets that you just finished scrubbing on, scrubbing and scrubbing and scrubbing. And here comes a bird. Tweet, 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 tweet. All over your clean sheets. Ew. I never thought of that before. Like I said, washing machines and dryers make our lives easy. At least they're supposed to. My issue, my grievance per se, is specifically how with how they don't always clean your clothes. Uh-oh. Okay. I washed a load of darks the other day, and when it was done, I had to almost wash the rewash the entire load. You see, the load before had covers from the dog beds and some blankets and stuff like that that the dogs sleep on all the time. So as a result, the machine was caked in fur. Now, I didn't realize this. I'm like, oh, I gotta throw some stuff in. Throw it in. Didn't realize my wife had done that the night before. (sighs) Everything caked in fur. The original pants that I put on this morning (laughs) made me look like a disgruntled chihuahua palm cross (laughs) that hates absolutely everything and everyone except for the one that she has deemed her savior, which is my lovely wife, Shannon. So you look like Molly. Uh, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa, whoa. Whoa, that's a serious you, you bark right there. You do a good molly. And don't even get me started on the phenomenon of getting tide potted. Oh. You know, where your clothes end up looking crunchy <laughs> and they look like they went through the old Elmer's glue factory. You're like, yeah. Yeah. yeah all, all crusty and <laughs> no, unsightly. Washers and dryers, you have one job. <laughs> one job. To clean our clothes. Yeah. Get it And then going. dry them. And just be better than human error. We're not Is even, that too much to ask? We're not even asking one machine to do the same thing. <laughs> right. They're, they are out there and they cost a ton of money. No. Right. Washer, dryer. You, wash, okay? You, dry, okay? Cool. If you if you were able to hang it up and fold, that would be even <laughs> that better. That would be incredible. But until then. Until then. Uh, until then. Please, just wash. I want to put it in and I want it to come out clean. I want to put it in and come out dry and clean. Not too much to ask. Molly's back. Molly's back. Whoa, 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 whoa. Glad I didn't wear those pants. Down, girl. Watch out, washers and dryers. Fuzzy's putting you on notice. I know listening right now, you could totally relate to this. But just remember with Fuzzy, his bark is worse than his bite. (laughs) 
The man-child, sasky girl, and the girl dad of two dogs. One who actually likes him. Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Subscribe so you never miss an episode. 98.5 Virgin Radio. Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy hearing so many hilarious stories about Easter gone wrong (laughs) and Easter fails on the show today. Our friend Michelle has a really, really good one. Check this out. So my father-in-law was the one who was all excited about Easter and like went out and got like a big old ham and everything. And then everybody in the family had to bring sides. (laughs) Dinner goes great. The ham tastes amazing. Well, within an hour of Easter dinner, all of a sudden, all the bathrooms in my in-law's house were like (laughs) occupied. And And like occupied like to the extreme. And then all of a sudden it was to the point where not only were they occupied, but then like, my husband's in line, and then my kids are in line, and then, like, all of a sudden, everybody, within an hour, is throwing up or literally having, like, straight-up diarrhea. Oh, no! <laughs> yeah, like, Easter dookie, like, everywhere. Easter and- dookie? <laughs> yeah, not kind of Easter chocolates that you necessarily want. Oh, oh no! Not the eggs you want to be laying. Yeah, no. so, of course. We're all like, okay, it it must be something we had for Easter dinner. And so we kind of start going through everything. And, you know, like my sister made these scalloped potatoes. So we're like, okay, think back. Like, do you know that your milk was good? Like, and everybody figured out that everything that was made was like, you know, just purchased. Like, you know, certainly there shouldn't have been no spoiled ingredients. So then it like the last thing that's left is like the ham. Well, Turns out my father-in-law was so excited about Easter, he bought this dang ham like a month before, and the thing was like two to three weeks expired oh. by the time we cooked it. Yeah. That's an old ham. Because so, ham stays good for a while, <laughs> so that's a real old ham. I'm sure it was at least a month expired. Let's oh. just put it that way. Oh. So no oh. one felt like digging to the bottom of the trash can for the label because it was like at the bottom <laughs> of everything. Yeah. We were just like pretty much like, okay, we're all going to make sure we're good to drive home. And then we're like all going to our respective homes to sit on the pot. Yeah. In honor of Michelle's, and we'll say it the way you said it, Easter dookie situation. (laughs) Everybody watch the ham this weekend. Beware the ham. Yes. Easter I'd like to forget, for sure. It's funny, if you hear about, like, uh, an Easter fail with chocolate, your yeah. mind could go in different areas. Yes. I don't know if I've ever told you guys this, because it was one of the worst moments of my life. Oh, no. But it was when we were living with a very young roommate. Like, mm. I'm talking, this roommate was still walking around in diapers. Okay. <laughs> and there's that thing where, like, you can picture a traditional little Easter egg in the chocolate foil wrapper. Sure. Of course. You, you peel it. It's that It's that kind of generic chocolate. It's okay. Yeah, it's, it's whatever. Fine. Yeah. yeah. It's, you it's see them at the grocery. You can buy them in bulk, you yeah. know, mm. that kind of stuff. And I was uh, sitting in, in a... Uh, oh, God. Up, upstairs. Oh, no. And I and no. I, looked, I looked across the room and uh-uh. I was like, hey, what's what's that? That's like a little, uh, little uh, chocolate mm-hmm. there. And I, and I said, oh, I better... Pick that up so the dog doesn't get it because I don't want my dog to eat the chocolate oh, and God. get sick or, or be injured of some kind. And I and I picked nah. up this little thing and I had it between my fingers and I looked at it and I went, that doesn't look like chocolate. It's also like firm, but not as hard as those chocolates. So you start sniffing or something like that? I don't recall if I did any yeah. type of thing. Yeah. I think quickly. in that moment I went, yeah. 
but the problem was I was upstairs yeah. and I had to run to the yeah. next downstairs <laughs> with this in my hands. And I had to and I threw it ploof into the toilet and I and I got rid of what was not Easter chocolate. So that's my Easter Easter fail. The uh, it wasn't a bunny who left that chocolate yeah. behind. I think yeah. it was uh, like a one and a half year old younger roommate of mine. Oh, hilarious. I, I still haven't got him back for that. I don't know how I'm going to do it. <laughs> Ew. Ew. Well, I'm sure you can get creative this weekend. I want my revenge. <laughs> Here we are looking towards the Easter long weekend. So many glorious things happen over the Easter long weekend. Fuzzy, it's the first long weekend yeah. of spring. Yeah, and, and we've got great weather going with it and stuff. Yes. It means a lot of people will be seeing family. And when you see family, sometimes that makes for an Easter fail. Yeah, yeah. totally. And yeah. when you're like, you know, putting faith in a, in a big giant bunny that brings you all that stuff. Sometimes there's like, you know, a little bit of room for error in that situation. Yeah. This story from uh, Megan is a uh, major Easter fail that's guaranteed to make you laugh. I remember, like, it's. I grew up in Calgary, and so, like, Easter is generally, like, cold, kind of gross outside. The Easter bunny put the eggs out when it was still melty, and then it froze overnight. And then my sister and I head out the next morning to, you know, be so excited and go get all the eggs. And it was, like, the most challenging Easter oh, of all time. Oh, they were all because melted into the ground. Well, melted and then frozen. frozen. Everything was frozen to the ground. So I think, like, my dad got a tool and we were trying to, like, Pry these little legs out. I think we cracked some of them open. You just like pick the chocolates like out of them. <laughs> but it was a few days. It was a very long Easter hunt that year. Oh, the Easter Bunny sometimes makes a couple mistakes. He actually made my brother ball his eyes out one year. Oh, no way. Oh, poor little Ryan. He's probably about five years old when this happened. But um, so Easter on the farm in northern Saskatchewan, uh-huh. uh, the Easter Bunny doesn't just hide Easter eggs. Uh, he actually hides full out, like your full Easter baskets. Oh. And not just like, you know, just leaving them out on the step or anything like that. They are hidden all over the farmyard. So like not quite as far out as the pasture, but like, you know, there's probably about an acre or so of like spots for the Easter Bunny to hide things. <laughs> and my Grandpa Max is a bit of a junk collector, so there was a lot of weird things A lot of rusty around. things that children a can get hurt on. A lot of rusty things yeah. hanging around. Right. And so like the Easter basket hunt would sometimes last for like half an hour or so as everybody's running all over the place. Finding, I remember one year mine was in the I was in the pig's trough one year. Ew. The pigs weren't in that pen at the moment. Okay. Jeez, Easter Bunny, what? Why you gotta do that? That's kind of gross. It's like it's like Santa gives lumps of coal when kids yeah. have been bad. Yeah. The Easter Bunny puts your basket yeah. in the pig <laughs> area when you've been bad. Maybe extra bad that year. Uh, but my poor little brother Ryan, the one year, was looking and looking and looking for this Easter basket all over the place. And every kid, after about a half an hour, finds theirs. And Ryan's is nowhere to be found. And he was a good kid, so we know it wasn't just that the Easter Bunny didn't bring him anything because he was bad. Like, he was a little sweetheart. So right away, like, we're like, Mom and Dad, aunties, uncles, Grandma, Grandma, we can't find Ryan's Easter basket. Help us, help us, help us. So they all got involved in the hunt. Well, nobody could figure out what the Easter Bunny did there. Two hours. And about an hour of that, my poor little brother just crying. Oh, no. Sounds like uh, Easter Bunny might have had a little bit of a nap. Oh. In an old rusted out tractor that Uh was just kind of on the edge of the farmyard. And the Easter basket was on the seat of the tractor inside. Not sure how he thought a little five-year-old was going to climb up and open the door to the tractor and be able to get in there and everything. But 
Oh, man, that was the year that we thought the Easter Bunny almost forgot little Ryan. Poor Ryan. I know, right? I don't want to get uh, too fired up here or too hot, but okay. I actually have a grievance with the Easter Bunny. Okay. Uh, I, I think the Easter Bunny can be really, really mean sometimes. Yes. Uh, I'm going to take a second here to uh, collect myself. Okay. And uh, take the Easter Bunny to task with the oh. airing of the grievances. Oh, okay. okay. Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Happy to be inside your device when you can't listen to the show live. Virgin Radio. It's Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy here on the Thursday before the Easter long weekend. Four days of freedom if you're lucky. Yes, please. So glorious. So excited. Always important, though, to go into every weekend with a clear conscience. So we're here for the airing of the grievances. Okay, and Tyler, you kind of alluded to the fact that you've got a grievance with the Easter Bunny. Is this wise to get out there right before he's about to bring us all this good stuff? And what if he skips your house, man? Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Uh, I'll start with a disclaimer. At the risk of sounding ungrateful and or entitled, I have a, um, a question for the Easter Bunny. Okay. Do you even know what you're doing? Oh, Like, whoa. you've been doing this for a long, long time. I'd say he's the expert. And uh, he I'm, brings chocolate to your house. Yes, he knows what he's doing or she knows what he's doing. I'm just doing. saying, the methods are a little suspect at best. Like, Easter Bunny, what do you have against lists? Right? Okay. Think about Santa. Uh-huh. Santa has such a great system every single year, makes the list, uh-huh. checks, checks it, it twice, twice. Yes. always knows who's naughty or nice. <laughs> then depending on that is how Christmas goes, either really, really good yeah. uh-huh. or it could potentially go kind of bad. What does the Easter Bunny use? Nothing we know of. In fact, we don't even know right. what the Easter Bunny looks like. You can close your eyes. You can picture Santa Claus. That's yeah. true. Everybody yeah. has their own interpretation of the Easter Bunny. Fat guy, is, red suit. Yeah, fur. yeah, yeah. yeah. Is, is it is it a is it a white fluffy bunny with floppy ears? Yeah. Is it a gross brown Calgary giant jackrabbit with yeah. rabbit teeth and yeah. gross eyes? We don't actually know. Is it a That's rabbit that goes true. around sounding like a chicken? See, again, we don't even know what sound the Easter Bunny makes because of the Cadbury commercials we grew up with. For all of these reasons, I think the Easter Bunny just needs to get a few things in order, right? We love that you show up with random baskets of chocolate, but here's the problem. Sometimes the chocolate is very random and some of it is just plain bad. White chocolate, mid. Cream eggs, overrated. Mm -hmm. And Hershey's Eggies, I maintain, should only be used to fill potholes around Calgary. (laughs) That is the only thing they are good for. They are so far beyond being inferior to Cadbury Mini Eggs, they should be discontinued and and thrown away. Oh, my goodness. My brother Rob, he works at the landfill for the city of Calgary. He's a foreman now. I'm sure he could make that call to... Just bury them and Round forget about them forever. Eggies and make them disappear. Yeah. We're about to send a man to the moon again. Why don't we send the eggies to the moon and say, get out of here. Hey, aliens. The aliens would be like, oh, this is candy from Earth. They open the bag. Crimple, 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 crimple. The aliens take one bite and go, meh. Forget taking over that place. That place yeah, that sucks. Place is garbage. This is what they eat. They got nothing we want. Nothing at all. Oh my Plus, they see what we post about on Twitter. They want nothing to do with us. <laughs> and again, I know all this sounds ungrateful and entitled, but the Easter Bunny is the most inefficient of all the magical gift givers with the biggest potential of overpromise and underdeliver. So this Sunday, Easter Bunny, we love you. 
but just bring the goods, okay? <laughs> We're all excited for that magic from our, what we close our eyes, think is a big fluffy white bunny with big floppy ears and a little bow tie on. And oh, He usually it, is wearing a bow tie, yes, though. Definitely. Oh, yeah. that's it, how, sometimes that's how a vest. Him. Maybe wearing some like aqua-colored pants. He's dressed in pastels. That's mm-hmm. how I picture yeah. I picture polka dots. Yeah, yeah polka dot too. pastels, nice spring spring mm-hmm. look. Uh, but bring the goods, okay? <laughs> Just bring the good stuff and leave the other stuff for somebody else, all right? <laughs> Love you! <laughs> Don't forget our house on Sunday! <laughs> Sorry to you younger roommates in advance. Yeah, <laughs> we're all getting nothing. Sorry, guys. Virgin Radio's Rent Free for a Year contest. We've been waiting and waiting and waiting for this day. We get to make a life-changing phone call. The grand prize of Virgin Radio's Rent Free for a Year contest. And that phone call goes to Brandy Atkinson. Hello. Hello, is this Brandy Atkinson? It is. Hello, Brandy. How you doing this morning? Oh, uh, I think I'm going to be a lot better in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> is your friends Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy calling? No. <laughs> oh, my God. No. No. <laughs> I'm already oh. tearing up. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Hey, Brandy, you know that thing you did six days ago where you gave away a whole bunch of money to your landlord or your mortgage company? Yes. <laughs> I don't know how to tell you this, Brandy, but uh, you're going to have to break up with your landlord or your mortgage company. Yeah, yeah, you don't uh, <laughs> You don't need to talk to them for the next 12 months. He's Virgin Radio is helping you live rent-free for a year. Oh, my, oh my God. <laughs> I never thought this would happen. I've done all your guys' contests for, like, years, and... Didn't expect this call, and it's going to help so much. Oh, my God. Yay! Congratulations, oh, Brandy. Thank you so much. Oh, my God. Brandy, we're giving you $25,000. <laughs> Tell us how that is going to change your life for the next year. Uh, you have no idea. It changes everything. I can pay off some debt. I can make sure that my rent is paid. I don't have to worry anymore. <laughs> okay, so now it's settled in and you're realizing what this all means for you. Yep. It is life-changing. Thank you. It is honestly life-changing. I'm, yeah, astonished, happy, grateful. Oh, my God. You have no idea. Brandy, congratulations. $25,000. You win this for the year. Brandy. because only good people listen to Virgin Radio. Our text line is literally being flooded right now <laughs> with people congratulating Brandy. People saying, I'm, I'm listening to my car right now. I'm crying. I'm making <laughs> breakfast at home. I'm crying. Oh, my goodness. So happy for Brandy. $25,000 with our Rent Free for a Year contest. And if you're listening right now and you're like, oh, Mwah. man. Good for Brandy, but that would have been helpful. Well, you know, we've always got something big <laughs> cooking yes. after we already just did something big. How big? How big? We're talking the Virgin Radio Pays Your Way contest where we give away $500 every single day. Okay. And $10,000 every single Ah! week. Every single week. This is massive. But we probably have to wait like a month for this to start, right? Like for at least a couple weeks. You know what, Fuzzy? Actually, we want you to uh, enjoy your Easter weekend. We hope it's a long weekend for you. Coming up Monday morning, 
Listen for your first chance to win with the Virgin Radio Pays Your Way contest and your chance at a weekly prize of $10,000. Monday morning, 7 o'clock on Virgin Radio. Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Where you are the star of the show. Yep, surprise. You're being interviewed at 7 in the morning. Wake up. 98.5 Virgin Radio. It's Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy here on the Thursday heading into the Easter long weekend. Feels good. (laughs) Always important no matter what though to head into every weekend with a clear conscience. So we're here for the airing of the grievances. Danae, what do you need to get off your chest? Oh, my grievances with killjoys. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Those that see someone else having the time of their lives but can't help but stomp right on in an effort to rob happiness. Or in some cases, even just to prove just how smart they are. April Fool's Day was this last weekend, so this might seem a little untimely, but this is relevant all year around because, let's be honest, Pranks can happen anytime. Always got to watch out. And if someone is trying to prank you, let it ride. Ah. If you're the smartest person in the whole wide world or so skeptical you don't even believe in ghosts, you don't need to prove it when someone is trying to pull a fast one on you. Pranks are an act of love, a good intention to give someone a laugh, and sometimes a lot of work is put into them. There's nothing that takes the wind out of someone's sails faster than when they say, you can't get me, got you, I know what you're trying to do. Or even worse, when a bystander alerts the pranky. Oh, I saw this on the internet. Talking to you, Michelle Corbeil in grade one. Oh, Michelle Corbeil. I thought it would be hilarious and harmless to pull a prank on my teacher and put sugar on her chair (laughs) as I waited in delirious anticipation for her to go sit down right as she's about to sit. Tattletail Corbeil yells, Danae, put sugar on your chair. Pardon me, Michelle? How dare you earn me a glare from my teacher instead of the delight of her checks notes from my childhood diary having sugar on her butt. Yeah. Sweet cheeks. Come on. Like when I make a sweet prank phone call and my heart is pounding. (gasps) As the phone rings. Ring, ring, ring. And then the prank he answers. Hello? Oh, hello. This is Tim Richards. Is your refrigerator running? Oh, hi, Danae. What? (laughs) You just had to prove that you're such a voice detective and, ooh, rich enough for call display. (laughs) I get that this gives the pranky a feeling of superiority and a sense of accomplishment to prove that they're so incredibly intelligent, but that is fleeting and pales in comparison to the adrenaline and pure delight that a prankster gets to enjoy by successfully tricking a friend. If you are smart, just let it ride. If you figured it out, let it go. A new mantra that I'd like you to repeat after me, both Tyler and Fuzzy, and if you are listening right now, Uh repeat after me. Fake it for fun's sake. Fake Fake it for fun's sake. Thank you. And that's how we'll all continue to go on for the rest of our lives. Hey, Danae. What? What's that on your shirt? What? (laughs) Ah, see, you look 
look down. <laughs> you got me. And that was so nice of you today not to go, uh, I'm not looking at my shirt fuzzy. I know this is an incoming prank and you're not going to get me. Fingered I'm in so the nose. smart. That would be hypocritical. Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. 98.5 Virgin Radio. It's Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy with your chance to win a $200 gift card from our good friends at Shoppers Drug Mart. You're going to need to listen very carefully to every word that Fuzzy is about to say. Yeah, we're going Easter egg hunting. So Fuzzy's going to tell us a story. You got to listen to every word he says because after he's done with his amazing story, we're going to have a quiz for you. One question that if you know the answer and you text it in, you're getting that 200 bucks to spend at Shoppers. Fuzzy, let's begin the Easter egg hunt. There is something amazing about the holidays. It always reminds me of when all of our friends' kids were younger. Because every holiday season, they'd always come over to Uncle Vince and Auntie Shanna's house to do arts and crafts. My wife is like had like drawers full of like everything you needed for, for anything. Uh, so whether it was pumpkin carving at Halloween, gingerbread houses at Christmas, Easter eggs at Easter, all of the kids realized that when it was time for arts and crafts, and even though we don't have kids, Auntie Shanna doesn't mess around when it comes to, ha- to having a fun time. Aww, yeah. And like awesome. the marker always worked, you know, whether it was that peacock blue crayon (laughs) that everybody wanted or the pink fleshy one. Like, every single marker worked. There was never (laughs) one that was like, oh, crap, the peacock blue isn't working. (laughs) Plus, at the end of the day, we'd also fill them full of sugar and then send them home like any great aunt or uncle would. Yes. So one year, word started to spread around the neighborhood in Cranston that uh, about how much fun everybody was having at our place. And then we heard a random knock at the door. Not expecting anyone, I went to the door, looked through the people, and was like squinting. Who's there? This little kid who was wearing this orange Easter bunny suit said Arthur. I turn around, I go, does anybody know an Arthur? I'm thinking maybe one of the kids like knew Arthur and was from one of their class at Christ the King or something like that. No, no, don't think so. So I look back through the peephole, I go, Arthur who? And that's when this little kid wearing the orange Easter bunny suit said, are there any more Easter eggs to decorate? <laughs> so the question is, or the proverbial Easter egg, is what do my kids, what do my friends' kids call me? Oh. I don't know. You stumped me. Here's what I love. What we've learned this week is, Danae and Tyler are the worst Easter <laughs> yeah. egg hunters in Calgary. Yeah, terrible. Which is good. I can tell you the colors of the markers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can tell you the color of the bunny suit. I can yeah. tell you what you guys like decorate for every holiday. Arthur. What? <laughs> what, what? What? What do they call what you? What do they call me? Just for paying close attention to every oh. word of Fuzzy's story, better than today and I, <laughs> you have a chance to win a two hundred dollar gift card from our good friends at Shoppers Drug Mart. Is this Alyssa? Yes, it is. How are you? We are excellent, Alyssa. How would you rate yourself as an Easter egg hunter so far? Today, I'm amazing. Ooh. That's <laughs> um, yeah, incredible. She says amazing. Yeah. We need to know the answer we're looking for. What do the children of Fuzzy's friends call him? Uncle Vince. Yeah. <laughs> well done, Alyssa. Or when they were younger, Uncle Finch. Oh. Finch. <laughs> Congratulations, Alyssa, for going Easter egg hunting and having your ears all open and really paying attention. You won $200 to Shoppers Drug Mart. Oh, fantastic. Thank you so much, guys. (laughs) 
You're listening to Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Here live weekdays, 5.30 to 10 on 98.5 Virgin Radio.